are back with another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. Welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Monica Christopa. And I'm your co-host, Maria Acevedo. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Miss Emily Pels. She's the principal at Beloit Memorial High School. Welcome to the podcast, Emily. Hi, thank you for having me today. We're going to just jump right in. Can you tell us a little bit about your roles and responsibilities at Boyd Memorial High School? Yeah, I would love to speak about that. And where do I start? That feels like a loaded question. There are so many things that a building principal is responsible for. Um, so one of the things that I'm responsible for is the, the principal at Boyd Memorial High School is um, developing and articulating a shared vision for our school. Um, this really drives and fosters a positive school culture and climate, and also where we want to go with our building goals academically for our students, um, but also with their uh, well-being and social-emotional well-being in mind. Um, Also, I have to see uh, oversee administrative management. So like that's your day-to-day responsibilities, the operations of the school. Is everything functioning as it mm. should? Are we following school policies and procedures, uh, managing budgetary matters, things like that, making sure we're staying within compliance to district regulations, state regulations, and such. Um, also the management of our staff So that's, you know, anything from recruiting and hiring and evaluating teachers and staff to providing professional learning opportunities for staff, again, all under the the mindset that we're really trying to foster a positive and collaborative work environment. Um, And then we can't forget the students, of course. (laughs) The most important thing of a principal's job and day. So promoting safety and uh, providing a supportive learning environment, overseeing things like student discipline and behavior management, collaborating with student services and other professionals to make sure that our students' needs are addressed and that they're supported. Another big part of my role is community engagement, um, especially since we're an academy school. Um, So, you know, I have the responsibility to build positive relationships with community partners, with parents, with local organizations, um, communicate effectively with all of those stakeholders, um, and then just promote that inclusive environment and um, promote community involvement in our school. Um, And then, you know, there's like curricular responsibilities that I have, making sure that collaborating with teachers and departments on curriculum design and implementation, being sure, making sure that everything is aligned with state standards, career readiness standards, you know, um, um, introducing innovative innovative and effective teaching practices um, that ultimately then will lead to student achievement. Um, So that's another responsibility. You have to monitor student achievement, make sure that we're making progress towards our goals, um, analyze data to help inform some of our decisions. You know, that's like the instructional leadership aspect of it. Um, And then finally, I would say managing our facilities, making sure that Everything is running smoothly from maintenance to improvements that we can make on our school facilities um, and making sure everything is safe for our families, our students, and our staff. So, Emily, yeah, there is not enough caffeine 
in the world <laughs> to keep you going. Marie and I are both sitting here. And that's why we were so quiet. We're like nodding our head like, okay, and? Okay, and? I feel like okay. we could do a whole podcast <laughs> on just your what you do every day. Exactly. And there are many, many more ands I could add to that I, list. I forget. <laughs> well, budget management, too. You have mm-hmm. a budget. You're responsible yep. for managing. But... Um, you do a good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank Whenever you. we're at that high school, we can never find you in your office because you're, you're always out with the students, teachers. Thank you. I make that a priority. So thinking about your job, what do you enjoy most about it? Um, of course, number one, as always, is the staff and the students. But um, aside from that, I really enjoy having the opportunity to make a positive impact on education and the development of our students. Um, I find that that's very fulfilling to be able to contribute to academic success and my students' well-being as well as staff. So that that I really enjoy. I also am a very collaborative person. I thrive on collaboration. So I really value working in a collaborative environment and building positive relationships with our staff and our students and our families and our partners. That's very satisfying to me. Um, I love supporting professional growth. Um, So I really appreciate having the opportunity to support our staff. Um, I believe very much in professional learning and that it really does cultivate continuous improvement in our school and and for the things that we're doing with our um, students. I love celebrating our achievements. That's one of my favorite things to do. I mean, who doesn't? Being able to recognize and celebrate the achievements of our students and our staff and all of the great things they bring in day in and day out, that brings me an enormous sense of pride. So I I just love that. brings a lot of joy to me. Well, I would say you talked about what you enjoy most, but one thing you're really good at I do believe in the collaboration, um, but it's also your communication. Um, we enjoy working with you in marketing and communications because you have a really good style that I've seen you adapt and adjust if you're speaking with students, community leaders, your staff. And I'm also not going to let you get by without saying you have some very good dance moves. Uh, we <laughs> happened to film the homecoming last year. So I don't know how you're going to outdo it. And you and other administrators and teachers in your building danced with the Nightingales. And uh, you did very good, Emily. A Give fun you- little side tidbit. <laughs> I was a Zumba instructor at one time. Were you really? Wow. Well, it came through very well. Thank and, you. and actually, <laughs> that video went viral. It and did. We had millions mm-hmm. of um, likes, shares, and views. So what can you tell us? Maybe one or two or even three things you would like people to know about the students at Beloit Memorial High School. You know, I'm in the building a lot. Maria is. We post a lot of those events and accomplishments. But what do you think people really need to know about our students? I just want people to know how fantastic the students are. I mean, I could provide a laundry list of achievements and accomplishments that would just amaze people. I mean, the the students there are so absolutely talented. Um, And, you know, they want to do great things. And if anybody were to come in and visit Beloit Memorial High School, they would really see how focused our students are 
are on at doing well, accelerating in their academics, and you know the the skills that they're gaining at Beloit Memorial to be, um, you know, successful once they leave. So it's just a very productive environment, and of course, the students are contributing to that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, a few weeks ago, we were able to be there when the announcement was made about essentially Ellington. And our students are going for the 12th time, and we posted it on Facebook, and we've shared all that good news out. But can you talk a little bit more, too, about the creative and performing arts at the high school? Um, And as you've said, we have some very talented students, not only musically, but in other creative performing arts as well. Absolutely. I can't say enough good things about our performing arts students at the high school. Um, They truly are the best of the best. You know, when we talk about that, they are the best of the best. And we see their talent shine through in many, many different ways. So our theater students produce amazing performances. They can act, they can sing, they can dance. That's called a triple threat, right? I think. (laughs) Um, And right now they're actually getting ready for our spring musical, which is SpongeBob. I'm really excited about that. So's the community. Mm -hmm. We've heard a lot. Uh, Greg Wallendahl, the director, has shared information about that too. So yeah, be watching for that. And then they're also preparing to go to Scotland to perform at the largest theater festival in the world. So... um, They're going there for the third time. Again, a very accomplished group of individuals. Um, And then our band and our orchestra and our choir students, they make exceptional music, as we all know. Our pep band, they provide this really high energy and high-spirited environment at our sporting events. And you just mentioned how great our jazz orchestra performs. They also perform at various venues around the community on a regular basis. Again, I got to highlight that they're participating in the essentially Ellington Jazz Festival for the 12th time. And that is Um, very competitive. It's very competitive. It's actually known as the Super Bowl of Jazz Festivals. And there are our kids out there in New York doing it. And then our visual arts students produce award-winning artwork as well. Um, And their artwork has been exhibited in many different places, such as the Milwaukee Art Museum, the Arts Center, the Capitol, and in other prominent places. Um, And then also our participation rates in our arts programming outpaces the state. So that's something Mm. we're very proud of. Um, And I just believe that that's a testament to the great teachers we have in that department. Really? I agree too. Yeah. All our kids are doing great things. Um, in the beginning, too, Emily, you talked a little bit about the academy model and how Bullet Memorial High School is an academy high school. Can you touch base a little bit more on those and elaborate on the benefits, um, some of those guaranteed experiences that each student has provided? Yes, absolutely. So Bullet Memorial High School is a wall-to-wall academy school. That means that every student and every educator um, is a member of a specific academy at Beloit Memorial High School. What this does is create small learning communities within our school with a core group of caring adults that support students with their learning experiences to help them become college, career, and community ready. Um, 
the academies at Beloit Memorial High School, there are four altogether. So we have our freshman academy, which is where freshmen get introduced to the high school experience. We work on getting them prepared to choose a career academy. Um, And we have three career academies. We have the Bach Academy, um, and the pathways in that academy are business, arts, communication, and hospitality. We have the Hess Academy, which is health, um, human, and education services. And then we have the PACMES Academy, which is public service, automotive, construction, manufacturing, engineering, and science. And each of the pathways offered in our career academies lead to college credit or industry certification. So that's a great benefit to students. We also provide guaranteed scaffolded learning experiences, as you had mentioned, for our students through the academy model. And those include college and, a college and career fair, um, practice interviews, uh, college and uh, career field trips, mm-hmm. as well as the portrait of the graduate portfolio. Um, and then in addition to that, The Career Academy model is a community-connected approach to transforming the high school experience, which means that our community partners are highly engaged in the opportunities to support our students' learning. Um, So this is done in many different ways, such as participating on collaborative teams like advisory boards or steering committee offering internships or apprenticeships or job opportunities and other work-based learning experiences, um, being a guest speaker in a class or at a, an academy-specific assembly, um, our Craftsman with Character program, providing supplies for classrooms, and much, much more. But ultimately, the main goal for our students through the academy system is that they graduate from high school with the skills and knowledge that are necessary for them to thrive and, again, be college, career, and community ready. I think one of the things Marie and I have seen over the last two years, especially with our academy model, is students really identifying with that academy. So when you ask them, oh, what year are you at Beloit Memorial? Oh, I'm a junior in the Bach Academy. Or I'm a sophomore in the PACMES Academy. And the branding that has taken place, too, within the high school. And what I really like about it is, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there's seven or eight adults that are assigned to help that student, support that student, be with that student. You have an academy principal, you have a Uh, social worker, counselor, who's all assigned? Each academy has an academy principal, um, a social worker, and a counselor. Um, And then, as I mentioned before, in addition to that, every teacher is assigned an academy. So that core group of teachers, which, you know, couldn't be up to 30 teachers in an academy, Mm -hmm. also have the students who are assigned to that academy in common. So they're able to have collaborative conversations around that student and, you know, um, how successful they're being or where there might be challenges and how those challenges could address. So Mm. it it provides an opportunity to, to wrap around the student in a very intentional way to make sure that they're successful. Mm. It's a whole team effort. It's a whole team effort. Takes a village, right? It does. Mm -hmm. Emily, you're super passionate about education and, of course, our students. Where does that um, passion and commitment come from? 
Um, well, one thing is like, I really believe in the transfer, the transformation and the power of education. And so that really drives me. And I just love being a part of that process. Um, I also have had many positive educational experiences and that's really inspired me to replicate those experiences for others. Um, I have a true desire to make a difference. You know, I, I want to make a difference in the lives of our students and have a positive impact. And then I just have a genuine love for learning and, and I really enjoy fostering that love in others as well. Your wow. enthusiasm just shines through. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Can I follow up with another question? I'm like, Emily, we should just end the podcast there. <laughs> it's been a great moment. But what kind of tips or advice would you give to someone who may be listening to this podcast and wants to further their career or look at opportunities um, at becoming a principal? What What would you say to them? I would I would just press in on the power of positive relationships and how important that is. And really, I believe that positive relationships are at the core of effective school leadership. So somebody who is, you know, aspiring to be a principal or administrator, um, I would say that you know, make that something that they prioritize. Prioritize building strong connections with teachers and students and staff and parents and the wider community um, because that fosters trust. You know, it fosters collaboration, open communication, and all of those things really create a supportive environment where everybody is involved. Um so I just think that it's important to remember that a successful school is built on the strength of its relationships. That is very true. Very, very true. So there must have been somebody in your life that was a mentor to you or gave you the advice that you're sharing here. So is there a teacher or someone who really made a difference or impact in your life to put you on this career path? I feel very fortunate to say that I, I have a lot of teachers that I had in my past that left an impressionable, you know, an impression on me um, and made an impact. But when I was thinking about this question, the first person that I thought of was a previous principal, actually. His name is or was Mr. Graper. So I went to Wilson Elementary School in Janesville and, and Mr. Graper was my principal. And I just remember looking up to him because he always believed in me. He believed in all Aww. of the students. Um, and he made that known regularly. Like he was a prominent presence all of the time in the classrooms, in the hallways, on the playground, everywhere. He really provided a lot of support and encouragement. And all of that really just made a lasting impression on me because he was just very passionate and, and that, you know, he exuded that. And so um, it always just resonated with me and he's somebody that I looked up to. So yeah, that's good. We always say on the, on the podcast and it's come true. Um, Amaya Angela quote, people may not remember what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And in that case, it sounds like, that was part of your experience with him too. Yeah, I think that's a great way to summar summarize it up. Yeah. So we're getting ready to close out the podcast. It's been a great um, time with you here, Emily. But we're one question that we like to ask all our guests is, what is one question you wish we had asked you and how would you answer it? 
Well, you didn't ask me how the school year was going yet. (laughs) Maria, we're slipping. We are. By the way, it's going great. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're three weeks in to the third term, Mm -hmm. and I cannot believe it. This the school year has just been flying by. It's going by so fast. Um, and before you know it, we will be graduating the fabulous class of mm-hmm. 2024. So, um, yeah, it's been a great school year so far, and I'm looking forward to a, a solid ending. It's going to be a great graduation is always a great day. Yes. Um, so the other last question, this one we haven't asked. So you're the first one to answer this one. What is your go to song? So the song you listen to when you need a little boost or a little pick me up. I, this is a hard question for me. I don't know. I love so many different songs and I listen to a lot of different types of music. So it was really hard to narrow it down. Um, and for me, it really depends on my mood. Valentine's Day was recently. So, you know, maybe a little Alicia Keys Ah. or a little Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, I like her too. Mm -hmm. I do. I really love her. But, you know, I always have my go to. I really love 90s hip hop too. So, you do? (laughs) Hence the Zumba. I'm a 90s 90s girl. (laughs) So, yeah, I can't get that out of me. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Emily. It was great to sit down and talk with you today. It's been long in coming and I'm glad you could make time uh, to come join us. So thank you again for being here. Yeah, such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And we know all our guests get a mug that says I was on the SDB podcast. So you'll be getting one of those. So um, to our listeners, join us next week for another podcast highlighting our students, staff and community. This podcast was brought to you by the School District of Beloit. I'm Luca Kovac, a PACME senior at Beloit Memorial High School and podcast producer. Thank you for joining us and tune in next week for another episode of SDB in the Spotlight.